0: Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebel, on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Just before the end of the first quarter, we had our New Skin beautiful catch of the game brought to you by New Skin, Discover the Best You. And it was Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill for 30 yards, setting BYU up first down and 10 at the Utah Tech. 24 yard line. Utah Tech 6 and BYU no score is our score as we begin quarter number 2. In the first quarter, BYU was outgained by the Trailblazers 123 to 100. Utah Tech 38 rushing, 85 passing. BYU 21 rushing and 79 passing. Jaron Hall 6 for 9 for 79, pass efficiency rating of 140.4. Utah Tech's Victor Gabalas 7 for 13, 85 yards, a pass efficiency rating of 108.8. No touchdowns scored. In the first quarter, two field goals for Utah Tech. Possession time slightly in BYU's favor, 737-723. to 723. The only giveaway in the first quarter was BYU's on a Lopini-Katoa fumble. So, BYU minus one in the margin. First downs, even at five to five. Third down conversion, Utah Tech 0 for three, BYU 1 for three. Utah Tech ran three more plays than BYU, 19-16. to 16. And slightly more yards per play, 6.5 for the Trailblazers to BYU's 6.2. Beautiful day. Mid-November, you never know what you're going to get, but you got clear skies and almost no wind, lots of sunshine. Yeah, it's cold, but it's mid-November cold. I think it's as good as you can expect to have on a senior day here in 2022.
1: I agree with you, Greg. It's uh, my senior day. We had snow piled up uh, uh, against the walls Um, of the stadium, and uh, we actually got an 8.30 kick that night against the Idaho Vandals, so Hmm. the uh, 1 o'clock kick late in November with no snow and clear skies, no wind, it's about as good as you can ask for.
0: Next week it'll be a 9 o'clock mountain time kick, 8 o'clock Pacific for BYU at Stanford to end the regular season. Hinkley is the pistol back for Jaron Hall. He's got a wing back and two wides to the right, and a single receiver left, and We're not quite ready to play because the clock shows zero, not 15 minutes. Game clock operator,
2: please reset the game clock to 15 minutes.
0: And the game clock is still at 0-0-0 after the opening quarter. It's not ready for the second quarter. Now it puts to 15. So some early clock clock issues today. But here we go, 15 minutes on the clock. First play of quarter number two, and now we can get this one underway. Again, a wing and two wides to the right. Single wide left is Keanu Hill. Jaron Hall claps the hands. Hands off to Hinkley-Ropati. Ropati pirouettes out of a ah. tackle as a flag flies. Holding on the edge, perhaps? Yes. So it'll go to first down and 20 back at the 34-yard line. Hinkley made a nice individual effort. spinorama to get loose, and he got good game, but it will come back.
2: Holding. Offense number 52. 10-yard penalty. Replay first down.
0: Yeah, I mentioned earlier that we could see Kingsley-Sumataiya check out or have some kind of rotation there on the right side of the line. Kingsley, I think, is still in the game. But Tukuwafu is now... Joe's playing right guard. So Joe is in a right guard for Harris Lachance. Thought Lachance would maybe bounce out to right tackle for Kingsley, but they're keeping Kingsley there. So Pays the center. to Tukuafu the right guard. Kingsley the right tackle. And then Barrington Freeland left to right at guard and tackle left. Sat first down and 20 on BYU's second penalty of the day. Shotgun snap to Hall. They give to Hinckley running left this time. And the body... The pile of bodies... Coagulates at the 30 for a gain of four is all. Second down, 16 for BYU. Ball at the 30-yard line of Utah Tech. We're just into quarter number two. And on two Connor Brooksby field goals, it's Utah Tech 6 and BYU no score. Jaron Hall. Looking for a substitution. Brooks will check in for Ropati.
1: Yeah, Hinkley, uh, he he checked himself out. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. he he jogged off under his own power, but now he goes to a knee once he gets to the sideline. But that's why the late substitution, nobody was expecting it.
0: Play clock down to five. Hall calls for the snap. Shuffles to his right. Throws left looking for Hill. Hill makes the catch in the end zone for the touchdown. What a grab by Keanu Hill. And the Cougs have tied the game at six with the PAT pending. Spectacular catch from Keanu elevating and bringing it down at the goal line. We're 6-6 with 13.45 to play in quarter number one. As
1: much as I love toe drag swag, Greg, I, uh, I, that one was even better. I love contested catches. You know, I was going to call P.I. The D.B. had Keanu's left arm and was holding it down. Uh, he wasn't doing it so egregiously obviously to draw the flag and Keanu was able to get his left arm up to help secure the catch, but man, as good as his catch on the sideline was, uh, this, this one was better. Being contested and Jumping up in the end zone for six.
0: The play clock's already down to five. They reset it. Yeah, the, the, there, there was the replay a quick, guy was yeah, pausing it. Right, but then they had to reset the play clock, which they've now done. And Oldroyd on for the PAT. A good snap and hold. And the kick is up and good, and BYU leads by a score of 7-6. to six. That touchdown brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. For each touchdown BYU scores this season, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill, 30 yards. For the touchdown, and BYU leads it by a score of seven to six. Cougars lead Utah Tech as we're taking a no, we're not taking a break. We'll stay right here. The uh, timeout pattern a little different today yeah. with, with BYU TV doing the game. So I've nope. expected a couple of TV timeouts that haven't quite come when I've expected. So we'll stay right here. We'll tell you that BYU went 30 yard. I read uh, rather went 55 yards in four plays, two minutes and four seconds with that 30 yard touchdown pass, and that is our first pigskin scoring summary of the day. Brought to you by your Utah pork producers and the National Pork Board. From farm to fork, Utah pork producers like Smithfield Foods take pride in good practices that produce safe and nutritious pork right here in Utah. Make pork your protein of choice all season long. For delicious and nutritious pork recipes, visit pork.org. Oldroy to kick off. From right to left. The backspinner to the 5-yard line. David Fisher returns it between the hash marks. Outside the far hash to the 19. Make it Hobart, not Fisher on the return. And it'll be 1st and 10 for Utah Tech at the 19-yard line. BYU 7, Utah Tech 6 is our score. We're early in quarter number 2. And great to have you with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We've got BYU basketball tonight. We'll go right from football postgame into basketball pregame. BYU home to Nichols. In a 7 o'clock tip earlier today, the BYU women's soccer season ended, as heard on BYU Radio. North Carolina 3 and BYU 2 in Chapel Hill. Congratulations to Jen Rockwood and the BYU soccer program for another tremendous season and strong tournament run ending in the Sweet 16. Gabalis in shotgun, handoff to Conley. Quali Conley feeling his way forward for a gain of a yard to the 20-yard line. Second down 9 for the Trailblazers.
3: Well, and Greg, obviously not the start um, offensively that uh, this BOE team needed or wanted in the first quarter. Um, after those first three drives where they punted twice and lost a fumble, it looked like the message from the coaches was just stay calm, stay confident, don't panic, I think, in a, a situation like this, being smacked in the mouth by an FCS team. Official timeout
2: on the field for injury.
3: Um, when a team gets you know kind of shocked uh, that the game's not going the way they want to, it's easy to just... Not, lo- not, not go out and play your best and, and, and kind of wonder, are we going to get this thing back together? But the message to the coaches or from the coaches to the players was stay calm. They did just that on this last drive, so great to see them uh, come out on top and, and, and uh, regain the, the lead in this game 7-6.
0: Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jorgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. We're taking a break. 13-14 to go till halftime. BYU 7, Utah Tech 6 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to the built bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back here at Lambeau Field Stadium, and with that PAT from Jake Oldroyd moments ago, BYU he has a new consecutive PAT record holder, seventy-three in a row by Jake Oldroyd. Jake held the previous record, seventy-two. He's broken his own record. As BYU leads Utah Tech now by a score of 7 6. The Trailblazers scored the first two field goals of this game to make it 6 0. And that BYU drive moments ago, putting the Cougars on top with the Old Roy PAT, the record setting PAT from Jake. 7 6 Cougars. We come back into a second down and eight for Utah Tech at their own 21 yard line. Victor Gabales, the freshman quarterback, receives the shotgun snap. Dances on his feet in the pocket. Throws to Hobart. Complete. Shied the line to gain. And out to the 27-yard line. So a gain of six to Hobart. Joey Hobart's uh, fourth catch on the day.
1: He's a workhorse. They got him doing everything. Returning kicks. They got him, uh, you know, um, he's their leading ball. He's going to lead their team in touches uh, as the game goes on. And he's not a big guy. He's uh, kind of in the mold of like a uh, Wes Welker type.
0: 5'11", the sophomore. Cabalas, chest-high shotgun snap, quick fire, and low and behind the intended receiver, incomplete, and Utah Tech will punt it away for the first time today.
1: Good job there by BYU to bend and not break and force their first three and out. I think now, Greg, it's safe to say that this game is looking how it should look.
0: With 12-21 to play until halftime. Punting it away is Andrew Day to Hobbs Nyberg. Nyberg running up at the 30-yard line. Makes the catch at the 27. No fair catch. And is hemmed in on the boundary. Forced out at the 41-42 yard line. 12-10 to play until halftime. And BYU leads Utah Tech 7-6. to 6. BYU's offense back out on the field.
1: BYU's gotten back into the, into a rhythm offensively by showing a nice balance attack. Obviously, you had big plays by Keanu Hill, who on the game has three catches for seventy yards and a TD. I got to imagine Puka's going to get back in the action. He's he hasn't been absent. He's got two catches for twenty four, but uh, you know, will probably target him. But Hinkley-Rapati, even though he uh, he's got five carries for seventeen, which is only an average of about three and a half, he has uh, he's had a couple calls come back for holding, but he's helped get the offense. And some rhythm on the ground.
0: Pistol snap to Hall. Hall settles in a deep pocket and throws high into the near side and into the Utah Tech team area. Got to be a throwaway yeah, for I Brian Heiser Rex. Yeah. Yep. So Rex in the neighborhood, but didn't like what he saw and chucks it away. 12-0-2 to play till halftime. BYU leading it by one. BYU with a win today gets bowl eligible. regardless of the outcome next week at Stanford. Of course, you want to finish off the right way. Stanford's already out of bowl eligibility. They can't get to a bowl. So only playing for pride on the farm. They've got Cal today. They've got the game today. And then they've got BYU to end their regular season next week. And that'll do it. That'll end the season for Stanford. Pistol again. Nakua in jet sweep motion. Hand off Hinkley. Hinkley middle. And run into a mess of bodies after a gain of a couple. Third down and seven coming up. Third and eight. Where do they spot the ball here? Just beyond the yeah, 45. So third down, seven. seven I think yeah. might be the actual spot. Third down, seven for BYU. 11.40 to play until the break. A sluggish start for the Cougars offensively. Hopefully picking it up a bit. Have to move the sticks here on this third down. BYU on third downs today. One for three. Utah Tech's had trouble, and not a surprise. Utah Tech is a really rough third-down team. They came into today at 27% on the year on third downs, and they're 0 for 4 today. Jaron Hall shotgun. Chris Brooks in on his left. The play fake. They get in on Jaron Hall and sack him well back at the 36-yard line.
1: Only rushing 4-2. That's just Utah Tech wanted it more. They went 4 down. They did do a twist and uh, the BYU offensive line could not pick it up, and they were able to sack Jaron Hall with only four uh, pass
0: rushers. Machiavelli, Malotumau, with the sack back to the 39-yard line, creating a 4th and 14 out of a 3rd and 7. So a loss of 7, and punting it away is Ryan Rico to David Fisher. Fisher waiting at his 17-yard line. They came in on Rico. Didn't Ooh, get the punt. Rocket. Hammered this one. Stay inside. Ah. And it gets into the end zone. So it'll be a touchback. Too much leg on that one. Rico just unleashed that one. I, stay right here with 10-29 to play till halftime. It is Utah Tech trailing BYU. Cook's on top 7-6. to six, But BYU on its four possessions has gone uh, two punts. Fumble. Fumble lost and touchdown.
1: touchdown. Yeah, Touchdown really on the back of Keanu Hill where he made a tremendous toe drag catch and then another great contested catch. Uh, So nothing has come easily for this BYU offense. Just really quick, Greg, I wanted to say, if you're Ryan Rico's coach, if you're the special teams coordinator, even though that hurt your net punting and that went to the end zone, which wasn't ideal, after the shank he had on his last punt, you're glad to see him get back into a rhythm. That was uh, what what we've come to expect from Ryan Rico, that last one.
0: A 32 followed by a 61-yard punt. Quick Fire, and on the inside screen, incomplete, way high for the intended receiver, Devin Osborne. Osborne coming back in toward the ball, and Gabal just whistled it through his hands. Not a good throw, and it'll set up the second and ten for Utah Tech at their own 20-yard line.
1: Gabalas is only a redshirt freshman. He's got a lively arm. He throws very confidently, but what he lacks is nuance and touch. I think as he develops as a passer, you know, plays like that. You don't have. It's into the short side of the field. The guy, the receiver's coming at you for an inside screen. You don't need to, you know, give him your 90 mile an hour fastball there.
0: Second and ten, a three step for Gabalas. He gets hit as he throws incomplete. Down the field looking for Hobart, but Hobart was held up as. Cabalas was knocked down. It'll be third down and 10. We've got 10-18 to play in quarter number two. Utah Tech in the red helmets, white jerseys and red pants. BYU white helmets, royal blue jerseys and pants on this senior day. Again, Utah Tech is a 99% four-wide team. Occasional five-wides, no tight ends. Gabales in gun. Play clock down to two. And the snap at one. Gabales on a deep drop. Launches it. Goes downfield for Osborne. And Osborne makes the catch in stride. The 30, the 20. He'll kick it in. 10-5 and touchdown. An 80-yard strike. Victor Gabales... To Devon Osborne. Osborne got behind his defender. It was just going to take a good throw to result in a touchdown. That's exactly what the Trailblazers get with 10:07 to go until halftime.
1: That uh, that's the same combination of DB and or sorry, of cornerback and and safety who that gave up the big play on Utah Tech's first drive of the game. The cornerback passed it off to a safety who was not accepting it, or expecting it. Was not giving him help over the top, rather than just simply resulting in a big play where the defense was able to stop him to a field goal this time results in an 80-yard touchdown.
0: Osborne's two catches today are 54 yeah. and 80. So Devin Osborne with 134 yards on two grabs, including a touchdown, and the PAT good from Utah Tech. It is Utah Tech 13 in BYU 7 with 10.07 to go till halftime. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg
0: Rebell, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ben Bagley here with a scoreboard update. Looking at two two playoff hopefuls with a scare today.
1: Number three ranked Michigan, last second field goal to beat Illinois 1917. Same story for TCU Baylor. Fourth ranked TCU gets a last second field goal as time expires to
0: beat Baylor 29-28. Back to Greg and Riley. Ben, thank you. Good to have Ben in the booth with us today. BYU and Utah Tech. Utah Tech with a now 13-7 lead over BYU after an 80-yard touchdown pass on a third down and 10. BYU football brought to you by Big O Tires. Go to BigOTires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. We were talking in pregame out in Cougar Canyon with Ben Riley about how uh, FCS teams... Haven't scored more than 14 against BYU in forever, if, if ever. And they're at 13 already with 10.07 to go till halftime.
1: Yeah, here's hoping that they're able to uh, keep the trend up in this ugly, you know, first 20 minutes of the game that we've seen, at least ugly from a BYU standpoint, can be
0: fixed. Kickoff to Hobbs Nyberg from Andrew Day. And Hobbs is cut down shy of the 20-yard line. First and 10 for BYU at the 18. So every time Hobbs has chosen to return it, they've not gotten beyond the 25-yard line. BYU would have been better, fair catching everything to this point.
1: I, I said uh, at the beginning of the last drive for BYU that it start, it's starting to look better, but it, it's actually not. They've, it, it's ebbed. Obviously, you had the big play, but on that time, and I, I missed the number of who the special teamer for Utah Tech was, but I did watch him as he came down the field. He ran over his BYU blocker and made the tackle of Nyberg inside the 20. It's, uh, Utah Tech is bringing the fight to BYU, and it should be the other way around.
0: First and ten, BYU at the 18-yard line. Handoff, Hinkley-Ropati. He drives hard to the middle. Not much there. A couple yards. That last a scoring drive for Utah Tech. 80 yards, three plays. 22 seconds is all. That last play went 80. Covered all 80 yards. Gabalas to Osborne. Victor Gabalas, The pass efficiency rating of 148.1 now. Sharon Hall's got a nice rating at 176.9, but nothing to show for it yet. But one touchdown on a seven for eleven day. Nine thirty to go till halftime. Hall claps the hands. It's a reverse. Chase Roberts to Puka Nakua, going from right to left, and Puka will maybe get to the line to gain. He's uh, uh, thrown out of bounds at the boundary near the 28-yard line, and a late flag, a late foul flag, comes uh, at the end of the tackle. So with Puka being thrown into the BYU team area, penalty flag flies. They marked him out two yards shy, but it may not matter.
2: Personal foul. Defense, number 12. Late hit out of bounds. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down.
0: So BYU catching a break. With 9.16 to go until halftime. And Utah Tech leading it by a score of 13-7. 41-yard line of BYU now. First down and 10. Pistol formation with Brooks now. Behind Hall. You hear the hand clap. It's a short boot. And Jaron goes deep down the middle for Roberts. And it is caught by Chase. 10-5 and touchdown! Touchdown, Chase Roberts, and the Cubs go back in front with 8.53 to play until halftime.
1: Holy cow, Greg. I I think that ball went 60 yards in the air. Like, that was unbelievable throw. And good job by Chase. Well, two things. Good, by, good job by Jaron Truss. I think part of it was a little bit of a, I'm going to huck it out there and overthrow him. But Chase was able to run it down. Yeah, both the DBs underestimated the ball. It just kept... It just kept carrying and carrying, but that was a howitzer from Jaron Hall. That might be the most impressive throw I've seen him make of his career.
0: It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown, which is another $250 donated to the American Red Cross. The Jake Oldroyd PAT is good, and timeout on the field. 8.53 to go until halftime, and BYU back on top. It's 14-13. Cougs over the Trailblazers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rebel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Time for a pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Your Utah Pork Producers providing hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. And that last scoring drive for BYU, 82 yards. Three plays, one minute, nine seconds off the clock. The final play in the drive was a 59-yard touchdown pass from Jared Hall to Chase Roberts. And for Chase Roberts, that's his new career-long reception. Previous long was 37. It's his third touchdown of the year and third of his BYU career. Jaron Hall with two touchdown passes today. Now goes to 26 touchdown tosses on the year to five interceptions. And BYU kicking off as we come back in. Jake Oldroy to do the honors from right to left. South to north here at the stadium. The run-up and drives this one into the end zone. It'll be a touchback, and Utah Tech out to the 25-yard line. Utah Tech still out gaining BYU on this day, despite that big play from Jaron Hall to Chase Roberts. 211 to 197 is the yardage tally right now. Utah Tech 171 to BYU's 168 through the air. BYU's run for only 29 yards on 12 carries, 2.4 yards per carry against an FCS team, Riley.
1: Yeah, obviously not ideal. Hinko Rapati seemed to have done a lot of work. He's—you've mentioned he's spun out. He's had the stiff arm. He's, you know, had to run through some tacklers, but it hasn't amounted to much production. Only seven for twenty-three. Of course, Jaron's contributing sack yardage yeah. to that.
0: Well, Jaren Hall is blowing it up through the air right now as Qualley Conley is dragged for a loss on a handoff to the left. A loss of one on the play. How good's Jaren Hall been? 8 for 12 for 168. Two touchdowns. No picks. Pass efficiency rating now 239.3. Ben Bywater the tackle of Quali Conley. Conley coming into today on three consecutive 100 yard efforts. He has six 100 yard rushing games on the year. And he came in averaging a very healthy 6.2 yards per tote. He's at 4.9 per carry today. Eight for 39. Second down, 11 for Utah Tech at their own 24-yard line. Gabales claps his hands, shuffles to his right, and throws across the middle and drops. I think it's a drop by Hobart. A lot of BYU blue in the area that yeah. seemed to get to Hobart who just couldn't haul it in.
1: Yeah, I think Keenan Peely did, got one of those, like, fingertips that okay. just moved the ball ever so slightly about four yards in front of Hobart that caused the drop.
0: So may have taken it off the trajectory somewhat as he looks for his favorite target, Joey Hobart. Got two hands on it, but Hobart can't hold and it, it sets up a third down and 11. Utah Tech is one for five on third downs. And when it's third and 10 or longer this year, six for 43. And they're third and 11 now from their own 24-yard line. The clap of the hands, the five-step drop. The right-hander throws to Hobart, and it's complete. What a catch he makes. The catch and hangs on as he is rocked near midfield. It's a third-down conversion. Ammon Hanneman put a pop onto Joey Hobart, Hobart, but he holds on. And Utah Tech moves the sticks out to the 48-yard line. First and 10 trailblazers. Nicely done.
1: After being so bad that on the season in third and long situations, their last two have uh, been pretty successful. A 25-yard, well, not quite, but a 23-yard completion there to Hobart. And on the previous third and long was the third and 10 80-yard touchdown on the previous drive.
0: Utah Tech's pacing for a 500-yard day on offense right now. Yikes. Delay draw. And a give to Jeter Fenton. The second back used. And Fenton picks up eight yards running between the tackles an eight-yard gain to second down and two so utah tech back into byu territory where the trailblazers have spent a lot of today they'll mark it at the 44 second long two for utah tech fenton stays in the game off the right hip of Gabalas, takes the helmet high snap holds it out for fenton oh a nice little sidestep to move the sticks a run between the hashes down to the 35-yard line. Give him nine on the carry. Jeter Fenton, at 5'11", 200, a freshman, had only 11 carries on the year, but he gets back-to-back carries and makes them count as Utah Tech moves the chains again. We're under halfway through half number, or through quarter number two, 6:57 remaining until halftime, and it's Utah Tech trailing BYU Cougs on top by a score of 14 to 13. First and ten from the BYU 35-yard line. Ball far hashed, trailblazers left to right. A play fake. And on the seam, is it picked off off the hands of Joey Hobart? It is, they'll say incomplete. He thought he had the pick. Talon Alfre.
2: Ruling on the field was an incomplete pass. Second down.
0: Trying to one-hand it was Hobart. And it bounced before Yeah, <laughs> Evan Hanneman trying the nice sales job. Yeah, and actually yeah. uh, it hit, it hit the ground well before his hands. So. I'm laughing because
1: he rolled up and stood up so convincingly. Held the ball out to the crowd. <laughs> ran over to the sideline. That wasn't even
0: close. Not even close. All right. So it's second down and 10 now from the BYU 35. And uh, Utah Tech's in field goal territory. Now that first field goal try from Brooksby didn't have a lot on it. But he's good from 55 on the season and his career. So he could score from here if they get nothing. Second down and 10 from the BYU 35. Gabala's gun. The belt high snap and the give to Quali. Quotley. Quali Conley and Quali Conley just moved the sticks or close to it on second and 10, nine and change. In fact, I thought he had the first down, but they'll mark him just shy. So third down and inches for Utah Tech at the BYU 25 and just outside the 25-yard line. They hurry it up. They go right back to the line and go right back to Conley who moves the sticks. On third down and inches, another third down conversion. So Utah Tech, which came in 27% on third downs, is 3-for-7 now. Much better than their season average. Another chain mover and another trailblazer down at the 25-yard line. Helping help to his feet is the left guard, Bayo Kanike. Kanike will stay in. I think Kanike's bounced out to right tackle now. He has. So a change on the O-line. The right tackle hides gone to left tackle with Kanike coming out to the right edge. First and 10 Trailblazers at the BYU 24. Gabalas takes his drop, evades a would be sacker, loads up and goes to the back right corner of the end zone, and not able to make the catch as Devin Osborne had to one hand it, but he was Ooh. held, and two flags will fly. This one is a little bit interesting for me
1: because Osborne had Jacob Robinson stiff armed. Oh, they're calling it against Robinson. Yeah, I mean, there there was a lot of fighting on there. Most of the time, the defense is going to lose that. But, I mean, there was a shove from the wide receiver on Jacob Robinson away. But, unfortunately, I think Jacob had a handful of jersey.
2: Pass interference. Defense, number four. 15-yard penalty. Automatic first down. Zero correction the fouls on number zero
0: yeah Jacob Robinson third penalty against BYU and first and goal from the nine yard line first and goal trailblazers Utah Tech out gaining BYU 262 to 197 right now they've snapped now ten more plays than BYU first and goal from the nine Gabales Receives the chest high snap and threw before the receiver was ready. Making his cut was Malcolm Ross Turner to the outside, but the pass was already in the air and at his head by the time he turned. So it's incomplete on the quick throw by Gabales. Maybe too quick on the throw. So it's BYU 14, Utah Tech 13, 525 to play until halftime. And where the Trailblazers have bogged down is when they've gotten into the red zone. BYU's held well on a couple of first-and-goal situations today. Shotgun for Gabales. A slight sprint to the right. Lobs it up for the back right corner looking for Hobart who makes a great catch and hauls it in for the touchdown. Joey Hobart with his 15th receiving receiving touchdown of the season leads FCS and puts Utah Tech back on top. 19-14. The Trailblazers will not uh, try and go for two to make it a full score, a full seven point lead. They'll keep the PAT team out to make it a six point lead with 5.17 to go till halftime. 19 to 14, PAT pending, and on for it is Connor Brooksby.
1: Interesting decision there to put J- uh, Jacob Bourne, a safety, on Hobart, who is one of their favorite red zone targets and, and their best receiver, right? You just figure in a man to man situation, you try and match him up with the quarterback as the PAT goes up and good to. Uh, it, put this game at 20-14 to 14 with 5 minutes th- 17 left.
0: So the 6 point lead restored for Utah Tech. And Utah Tech has already done much better than its previous FCS predecessors and we're not yet even to halftime. They've already gotten to 20 have the trailblazers. That's a 75 yard 10 play 3 minute 36 second drive. Utah Tech 20 and BYU 14. And uh, going back a number of years, you're not going to find an FCS team scoring more than, you know, 14 points against BYU. And the Trailblazers are already at 20 with plenty of time left in this one. So the kickoff coming up from Andrew Day to Hobbs Nyberg. And again, BYU's not yet gotten as far as the 25 on any of its kickoff returns, and they've chosen to run a few out.
1: There goes our 14-point, uh, a new record of, as far as allowed points against an FCS opponent.
0: Yeah, going back a ways, at least. Yeah. Kickoff. End over ender to Nyberg, and he'll return it from the 3. Gets the 15, the 20. There's out past the 25 and down the far boundary. Nice return that time to the 40 near the 45-yard line. So BYU gets a short field on a nice return from Hobbs Nyberg. First good kickoff return for BYU today. And down the far sideline he went. Well, and Greg, with 5
3: minutes left, this could be BYU's... Um, could, could be their last possession on this drive. Um, Utah Tech, they're going to get the ball at halftime. So if BYU doesn't go down and score and Utah Tech keeps up the momentum, there's a chance they could open this up with a double-digit lead um, either at, by the end of this half or to start the second half. So it's
0: crucial that BYU goes down, puts points on the board um, as, as Utah Tech's going to get the ball in the second half. Thank you, Mitch. Mitchell Jorgens in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team feel. Zions Bank is for you. From the BYU 45-yard line, Hinkley Rapati takes the handoff and gets a gain of five out to their numbers right side. Second down and five. Yeah, the last FCS teams to face BYU, the last eight, none scored more than 14. And that was both in 2021 and 2020 by Idaho State and North Alabama respectively. But a lot of zeros, threes, sixes, and sevens on those FCS scoring tallies. And Utah Tech sitting at 20, 20-14 to 14, as we approach halftime, 440 to go until the break. Shotgun snap, Jaron Hall. Give Hinkley. Hinkley's got room. And between the tackles, he goes to the 46 of Utah Tech. Needed five and got four. Just shy of the first down line to gain. So third down and maybe a couple of football lengths for BYU. You have always to get to the forty-five.
1: You always want to take what the defense can give you, and you never want to force getting a player's touches. But I got to imagine here you're in a third and short situation. You run the ball or run whatever short yardage you need to do to get the first down. But it's been a while since we've called Puka Nakua's name. He's only got yeah. two touches on the day.
0: BYU nine for thirteen on third and one. It's third and one. Puka goes <laughs> under center, and it's a Puka sneak for the first down. So yeah, you just, uh, just as you mentioned his name, <laughs> you find a way to get the ball into the hands of Puka Nakua. As he stops, his fly sweep motion and takes the snap from center, under center.
1: Yeah, that's uh, a good way to get him a touch, and obviously he's got a third down conversion, so that's uh, keeping him in the flow of the game. But I will say he's much better in open spaces than he is in a sneak situation.
0: So BYU to the 45 and moves the sticks. That Weber State game you remember playing in back in 2012, Riley, they scored 13 that day. So a lot, mm. again, scoring more than 14 is a rarity for an FCS team. So I'm going to go back in time and see what we can find relative to FCS point totals against BYU. But, again, it's rare that someone scored this well and this easily against BYU from the FCS ranks. And Best we're only in the sure. first half. Yeah. A boot, a short boot for Jaron. Jaron loads up and goes for Keanu Hill again. Keanu's behind his man and makes another catch in the end zone. It's another touchdown for Keanu Hill. And the Cougs tie the game with the PAT pending. Okay, so I'm
1: calling for you need a Puka Nakua touch, right? So I'm watching him on that. That was a two-man route. Play action, max protect, only a two-man route. The only two guys down the field were Keanu Hill and Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua had three guys around him. Now, I'm not trying to give him credit for Keanu's catch. That is his third absolutely amazing catch. It was contested again. He was getting tackled as he secured the ball in the end zone. So great job by, by Keanu Hill. But, boy, it is nice to have a running mate out there as a receiver who's going to occupy three defenders allowing you to take advantage of one-on-one coverage.
0: It's another Mountain America Credit Union touchdown brought to you by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. The Jake Goldroyd PAT is good. His BYU record extended and BYU goes on top by a score of 21-20. to We'll stay right here. That was a 55-yard touchdown drive after the Hobbs-Nyberg kickoff return. Four plays and 154 off the clock. The final play in the drive is 45 yards. Jaron Hall to Keanu Hill. Hall having himself a game. Hill having himself a game. Jaron now 9 for 13 for 2.13. Three touchdowns, no picks. A pass efficiency rating, ridiculous 283. Keanu Hill 4 for 115 and two scores. That scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. It is a Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board for every Cougar point scored this season. Your Utah Pork Producers and Smithfield Foods will donate 75 servings of nutritious protein to the Utah Food Bank to help Utah families in need. For more information on points for protein, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. Jaron Hall's last three passes are all touchdowns.
1: And big bombs through the air. Like, I, I don't... I don't know if uh, any, there's any Rabbit Cougar fans out there that can go back and watch the film. But, you know, they tally, I know they at least do this in the NFL, how far the ball actually travels in the air. Because, obviously, you throw a one-yard screen and a guy takes it 80 yards, you, all those get accounted for in passing yards. But uh, Jaron's chunks have been made by, you know, hucking that ball out in the air, and it's been a thing of beauty to watch.
0: The Old PAT followed by an Old kickoff for a touchback out to the 25. So Jaron hauls three for his last four through the air. And the three passes completed are a 30-yard touchdown, a 59-yard touchdown, and a 45-yard touchdown. (laughs) Three consecutive pass completions, all for scores. I think I did that once in Madden. (laughs) (laughs) In Madden. First down and empty for Victor Gabales. BYU 21, Utah Tech 20. More than 500 yards of offense between these two teams here in the first half. Beautiful throw and nice catch made by Devin Osborne on an out to the 30-yard line. Gained five. Came up a little hobbled. His back looks like it's, he's reaching for his back after he stretched out to make that high grab on the boundary. A good catch made. Only four yards. It'll be second down and six. Jaron Hall, by the way, passing Gifford Nielsen for 14th place on the BYU career passing yardage tally today. 5,838 yards all-time. Gabales takes a chest-high snap. Bounces on the balls of his feet, and he goes deep for his number one, but is picked off by number zero, Jacob Robinson. Robinson with the INT, and the BYU offense will be coming back out on the field. The pass intended for Osborne. Osborne ran deep. The pass not as deep, and Jacob Robinson hauls in the INT and a flag. Yeah, we've flew. got some
1: extracurricular activity uh, here at the line of scrimmage. I fear it might be on BYU. Hopefully, it was after, after the, the play. play. Yeah.
2: Personal foul, defense number 94, 15-yard penalty will be added to the end of the play. First down, BYU.
0: So BYU will keep the football after the Jacob Robinson INT, and the turnover margin now evens up at one. An early BYU fumble lost, and now a BYU interception.
1: Okay, well, Mitch talked about how Utah Tech gets the ball at half and how owning the middle eight is something that you know BYU is in a pretty tenuous spot. Well, now they get an opportunity to not just having taken – they got the one-point advantage by getting their last score. Now they can build some cushion against any potential touchdown drive that Utah Tech might have to begin the second half uh, and take the uh, possession advantage here uh, with – 2:42 remaining. That's plenty of time. I believe they and they do. They have their full complement of timeouts here, so BYU's got all the time in the world to put together a nice methodical drive.
0: Jaron Hall, shotgun. Hinkley Ropati to his right hip. They'll motion Puka behind the quarterback and do the swing screen to Puka. Puka makes the catch. 10, 15, and 20. Tacklers converge and Puka is stopped about eight yard, two yards shy of the first down. After an eight yard gain to the far side of the field. 2:30 to go till halftime. It is BYU 21 and Utah Tech 20 here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Quick snap to Jaron on shotgun and quick completion to Puka for the first down at the far sideline. A force out after a gain of five on a second and two. First down and ten for BYU.
1: Keanu Hill, I mentioned what Puka did for Keanu on his last touchdown catch. Well, now that's back-to-back plays where Keanu Hill has absolutely blocked his guts out for Puka Nakua on screens. Uh, these are two wide receivers who are willing to do whatever it takes to help their offense and help their their receiving mates have success on the field.
0: Jaron Hall, gun. Ropati again, left hip. A belt high snap and a five-step drop. Pressure comes in on Jaron. He somehow stays alive as he's flung out of that would-be sack, and now he's got room to run down the near boundary. 20-30 step out near the 40, and a first down chain mover. On a first down and 10, Jaron Hall was caught in the backfield and thrown out of the tackle almost as he spun around and spun away and kept his feet and got out to the ball. to say mark, came out just shy of the... First down line to gain to the 38-yard line. So second down and one for BYU with 137 to go till halftime.
1: As he got spun out, I want to highlight uh, the athleticism of Blake Freeland. He did have a defensive end who was in pursuit as he was still trying to turn the corner. And Blake took an angle and was able to get his shoulder on the guy and also not uh, commit a crackback block.
0: Hinkley-Ropati. Hand off left, and he moves the sticks past the 40-yard line on the near side run. So 91 seconds to go till the break. And BYU now first down and 10 at the 41-yard line. The Cougar 41-yard line. Jaron Hall right back to gun. Hinkley to his left. A short drop. Jaron thought about going deep. Goes instead across the middle. Wide open is Brayden Cosper for the catch. And Cosper down to the 36-yard line of Utah Tech moves the sticks.
1: That is great discipline. He had his eyes. Chase Roberts had a one-on-one. That's where Jaron's eyes started. And he could have thrown. Chase was, uh, you know, making his move. He was about even with the DB, and he could have done there. He had the great discipline to make sure to get to second progression to Cosper, who was open by at least five yards in the middle of the field.
0: Tight end and twins to the right. Jaron looks right and throws right and open is Keanu Hill on the right side at the boundary. Gets out of one tackle, second, third, knock him out. But a first down inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. Gain of 18. Keanu Hill is a nearing 140 yards in receptions in the first half alone.
1: We've got a flag on the near side, Greg, down here by... It's down the field, I wonder. And opposite side of the play. Yeah, I'm not sure what this would be.
2: Illegal substitution defense. Twelve men in formation. The penalties declined. Result of the play is a first down.
0: So first and ten. BYU red zone possession at the 18-yard line. And BYU scores today have all come from outside the red zone. So, chance to go one for one inside the red zone. 57 seconds to go till the break. Shotgun snap, Jaron Hall. Quick fling with a flick of the wrist to the right side to Isaac Rex. And Isaac Rex has another chain mover on first and 10, gain of 11 and maybe 12 to the six yard line. So, first and goal for BYU, leading at 21 to 20. Cougs have all three of their timeouts remaining, so you can play any. You can call anything at this point.
1: Yeah, the time is not a factor for the
0: offense. BYU does hurry it up, and flags will fly. On the snap to Hall. right to the
2: snap, Utah Tech calls no timeout. It'll be their second of the half. It'll be 30
0: seconds. And no flags but whistles, deadening the play. And it will make it uh, timeout, and we'll keep it here. Clock
2: operator, please add two seconds to the game clock. 52, thank you.
1: BYU's done a good job these last couple plays. That play that was blown dead uh, for the Utah Tech timeout. So they're they're now aligning Puka on the wide side of the field, which is causing Utah Tech to roll their safety help to the wide side, and then they're putting three wide receivers into the boundary, which normally can be kind of congested, but it's really good for the for the screen game. And I know it was in a it was a flat route that Rex caught, but it was a, essentially a screen, and then they threw another. Um, they threw another uh, swing screen a- out there to Roberts on that last play that was blown dead. Anyway, it just shows that when you've got a difference maker like Pukunuku on the field, how it can dictate what the defense does and open up opportunities for other players in the offense.
0: Greg Rubel with Riley Nelson and Ben Bagley here in the booth. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone for big-time banking with a home team field. Zions Bank is for you. Utah Tech today has scored more points than any other FCS team ever has against BYU, and we're not yet at halftime. We'll give you those scoring numbers for those FCS teams a little later on as we backtrack through history on this. But it's remarkable what the uh, Trailblazers have done in 30 minutes of play. 52 seconds to play until halftime. BYU first and goal from uh, the Utah Tech six-yard line. Ball set, far hash as BYU goes right to left here in quarter number two. Tight formation. Another timeout. Yeah. Another timeout, Time Utah out, Tech.
2: Utah Tech. It's their final timeout of the half. It'll be 30 seconds.
0: This half was clipping along nicely. Slowing down. Well as the Trailblazers call back-to-back timeouts with BYU facing a first and goal from the six,
1: I mean, Coach Peterson really is looking at this. I, he's trying, I mean, you got to imagine from his point of view, anything that they can do to try and stop BYU and hold them to a field goal, them getting the ball at halftime, now you keep this in a game where scores become interchanging leads versus if you allow BYU to go up 28-20 at this point, now you're playing catch-up the entire second half.
0: Okay, we got some time then, Riley. Ready for the rundown of FCS scores against BYU? Yeah, let's hear it. 1979, BYU beats Weber State 48-3. Okay, they didn't play, they didn't play another team from that level till 1996. Arkansas State, which was then FCS, uh, 58-9. to BYU wins it. Then Murray State, 43-9 in 1998. Then uh, 2007, Eastern Washington, 42-7. 2008, Northern Iowa, 41-17. So Northern Iowa scored it well, but 17 was the high watermark. There's a, 55 th- a 56-3 against Idaho State, a 45-13 against Weber State. Again, those are the kind of numbers we're talking about. Shotgun for Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall hands off to Hinckley on first and goal from the 6, got to the 5, and is cut down. A 59-13 against Idaho State, and then some more recent ones we'll give you in a bit. Either way, Utah Tech's 20 is a new high watermark. Tight trips to the right. Snap to Jaron Hinckley. Has a path to the end zone. Oh, Oh, no, it's cut down as he is cut down by Cajun Smith Begrevich at the 5-yard line. Hinckley appeared to have enough to get to the pylon. And with 28 seconds. seconds to go till halftime, BYU calls timeout. And it'll be second and goal from the four.
2: Clock, clock operator, please add 29. Se- or please put 29 seconds on the
0: game clock, please. Thank you, pardon. Third and goal from the four, coming up for BYU.
1: That was a tremendous effort by Smith Begrevec or Begrovic. Um, he was the last line of defense, and he got literally got a shoelace on Hinkley. It stiff armed him. And right as he was bringing that that trail leg, he'd gotten his first leg through, and right as he was bringing that trail leg as he was trying to high-step it, he got a hand on his foot. Hinkley wasn't able to pull his foot through on that stride and was brought down. Good effort by the Utah Tech defender. Greg, as you were going through the list, you want to know the thing that's most interesting to me.
0: Can I finish uh, my list, though? Oh yeah, please do. Then you can give it to me. Yeah. Uh, and most recent to least recent: fifty-nine, fourteen Idaho State, sixty-six, fourteen North Alabama, forty-two, ten Idaho State, thirty to three McNeese, twenty to six Portland State, thirty-seven, seven Southern Utah, seventy to six Wagner, sixty-four, nothing Savannah State. That's all of them.
1: Wow. I... What's most surprising to I me mean, is how few they were like it's become that money game for an FCS opponent has yeah. become a staple I mean, it's almost I don't know if it's mandatory, but it sure feels like this it This is the 17th. But, FCS. Yeah, how game. few how few that is in the entire history of BYU football All right,
0: they go empty now for Jaron Hall third and goal from the four ball now near hash Jaron an empty backfield claps the hands Throws quickly and it's a hat trick wow. of touchdowns in the first half for Keanu Hill He's counting on his fingers. The one, two, three, as it's Hall to Hill again on the left side pylon. And the Cougars extend the lead before halftime. 25 seconds to go till the break. It is 27-20 with the PAT pending. Keanu Hill does it again on a massive first half. Six catches, 137 yards, and three touchdowns for Jaron Hall. It's 14 for 18 for 275 and four scores with no picks.
1: He's earned every single one of those. I wonder if those guys, uh, if Keanu called up Jaron during the bye week and was like, Hey, man. Uh, why don't we get together and throw a little bit of extra routes? Sure as heck looks like it.
0: PAT, goodbye old droid. capping off another Mountain America Credit Union Touchdowns, another $250 donated to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America, which brings us to another pigskin scoring summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers, proud to support youth leadership programs in agriculture and contribute to fairs and communities across the state. Enjoy a meal of delicious pork this season. And remember to thank our Utah farmers for their locally grown goodness. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. That drive goes 69 yards, 10 plays, 217 off the clock. The final play is a Jaron Hall, four-yard touchdown pass to Keanu Hill. Hall to Hill again, and BYU goes on top, 28-20, nearing halftime. BYU, 336 yards of offense here in the first half. Southern U, I'd rather... Utah Tech, no slouch at 275 including 208 through the air. BYU's averaged almost 9 yards per play here in the first half. BYU football is brought to you in part by Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar has introduced the new Cougar Tail Puff inspired by our very own 16-inch Maple Bar served at Lavelle Everett Stadium. And the best part about the Cougar Tail Puff is that you support the BYU football program when you buy one. It's brought to you by Bilt Bar. And the fair catch of the kickoff by Cajun Smith Begrevich. We'll bring the Trailblazers out to the 25-yard line with exactly 25 seconds to go until halftime. And Jaron Hall, seven consecutive pass completions, nine of his last 11, and of those seven completions, four have been touchdown passes. Jaron's pass efficiency rating is 279.4 here in the first half.
1: And he's only up eight, which means that he's going to be able to add to those numbers, I think, at least through the third quarter.
0: Pistol formation for a Utah Tech team that will get the ball to begin half number two. Quali Conley off the right left hip of Victor Gabalas He'll hand off to Conley. Conley is stopped up after a gain of two, and Utah Tech doesn't need to snap it anymore here in the first half, and I think that'll do it. So we'll get to halftime. With BYU leading Utah Tech by a score of 28-20. Utah Tech's already done better than any other FCS team against BYU. And we go to break with BYU need, uh, nursing an eight-point lead. We'll head down momentarily to Mitchell Jurgens. He'll get with BYU head coach Kalani Sitake coming off the field. Get you some halftime numbers gave you BYU's yardage now 336 on 275 passing and 61 rushing Utah Tech on 277 total 208 pass and 69 rush 14 first downs for BYU to 10 for Utah Tech third down performance both teams were three of seven total plays both teams snapped it exactly 38 times yards per play BYU 8.8 and Utah Tech 7.3 in the red zone BYU one for one and Utah Tech was two for two. Possession time in favor of BYU, 16.06 to 13.54. There were one turnover apiece for each team. BYU a fumble lost, and Utah Tech an INT thrown. Utah Tech with one sack of Jaron Hall. No sacks for BYU on Victor Cabalos. Three tackles for loss for Utah Tech in the first half to BYU's one. Jaron Hall's numbers gave them to you a moment ago. Leading ground gainer, Hinkley Ropati, 12 for 37. And the leading receiver for B- B- BYU, Keanu Hills, 6 for 137 and three touchdowns. Gabala's 12 for 25 with 208, two touchdowns and a pick. Quali Conley, leading rusher 11 for 52. And leading receiver, Devin Osborne, 3 for 138 and a score. Joey Hobart had 6 for 48 and on a, and a score. As Utah Tech threw it well, let's head it down now to Mitchell Jurgens, with the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake. Uh, hey coach, not, not the start you had expected, but your team has done a really good job
3: battling back. What's your overall assessment of the first half?
4: Yeah, not the start that we wanted, obviously, but I'm uh, not surprised also by what, what um, Utah Tech can do, you know, and uh, they got they that's some big plays, and, and uh, we know what the mistakes are. Uh, the big plays on, on a couple guys not doing their job, and that's it. That's it. we got to get back to it, and then. it. Um, Find ways to get the ball back to our offense. And then on offense, we just got to sustain drives and uh, make plays and get more points on the board. That, that's what it comes down to. I'm happy about the punt return games working, helping us get uh, field position, but uh, we got to be sound in all three phases coming to the second half.
3: Yeah, senior day for this team, which will be the last time a few of your players, uh, uh, seniors, but also potentially others uh, that will play here at home. Uh, what's uh, you know how much of these seniors and players meant to you in this program, and what do you want to see, or what should you expect in a second half um, send off for these players?
4: Well, yeah, they mean the world to us, but um, you know we we got to get this win. That's a, that's what it comes down to, and we're not playing sound football. We're not playing our style of football. So let's get back to our identity, and this is this is a. Disappointing, but we have the lead, and let's get back on it. I mean, we have the bad things that we didn't play our 30 best minutes, but the the good job, the, the good part is that we have 30 more coming up right now. Sounds good. Thanks, coach. Thank you,
0: man. All right, thank you, Cougar pre Cougar halftime live. Coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
3: Mother, father, thank you for taking the time to meet with.